Hello, uh, welcome to the I Forget podcast. Uh, just coming in and seeing how you're all doing. I'm doing good. It's been a couple of weeks. This is going to be a normal podcast. I'm still debating whether of uh, doing a conversation podcast every other week and then every other week just normal. So we'll see how long this uh, podcast goes on this episode. I have a list of things that's happened for me, some uh, different notes I've taken throughout the week of things I've remembered in the past. Uh, I think all of this is just basically normal stuff that's happened. I don't really have much past stories going on, so we'll go over that. If it's a little long, then I know I just probably have to do this every week or when I get so many notes just to do one and just drop it whenever, but I want to have a regular schedule of every Sunday. So I'm just going to start off a couple weeks ago. We had a welcome home ceremony with uh, one of our units that just came home. I didn't go on that deployment, but some people did. Uh, we were still doing work while they were having that ceremony, and at the end, they just had this big cake left over. Um, not a lot of people showed up because they were already home for about three months, so they kind of downplayed the welcome home ceremony, but they got a bigger cake than what they're used to. And there's a guy on my team that uh, just seems to be, always be eating. He's like the Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. Just every time that you see him, he has some kind of food in his mouth or he's cooking up a dish or he's he's hungry and he's he's trying to go get something to eat so he comes over and he just grabs the whole cake and he's like yeah i'm just gonna take this home so i can have it and i'm just this is like two full-size cakes that you have for a birthday cut party so we all make fun of him and uh, uh we thought i think he has a tapeworm because he's really skinny and He's just always wanting to eat and has a high metabolism, so I think he has a tapeworm in there that he needs to take care of. So I thought that was a pretty interesting story. Uh, <laughs> probably not, but I, I don't know. I just think it's funny because he he's always eating, and he just grabs this big old cake that's meant for a whole bunch of people and just takes it home, him, him or he wants to take it home himself. He ended up not taking it. I think, I think we made him feel bad. <laughs> Um, so I have this uh, a jacket that uh, I've been wearing for about the last three years. Uh, on the military side, you have to wear you know the certain clothes or whatnot that they give you. Well, I got issued this old jacket. Uh, it was the only size that fit me in the style that I had to have to fly in, and it's just ragged. Uh, the edges have threads already popping out. I mean, this is not not good and i always get teased and whatnot that oh you need to turn that in or man how you know how long have you had that jacket and i've only had it two years but it looks like i've had it for t 10 20 years and worn it every day it's that bad looking and every time i i try to turn it in uh, there's oh we don't have your size or oh we we we, we can't take that jacket right now and it's just it's frustrating because I, every time I try to turn it in, I can't turn it in over some reason. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm trying to get a new style jacket. They say that they don't have it. And I talked to the guy who's in charge off, off the issuing area. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have those. And this last time, I think my kid's crying. Yep, she's crying. So I'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that. I uh, just was able to rock her and put her back to sleep so 
So my two-year-old, which we'll call Fluffy, uh, so Fluffy cries every time her moon goes off. So she has this little moon inside her room because we set up the ceiling up with stars and all that. So we're like, oh, wouldn't that be pretty cool to put like a little light up moon in there so uh, we can dial it up so it's a full moon or it's a half moon or whatnot. So she likes it on and so if she wakes up and it's off she'll start crying because it has a self-timer in there will turn off after like 30 minutes so that's what happened walked in there and fluffy's moon was off so i had to turn it off for her or turn it on for her so yeah <laughs> joys of being parents so she also uh gets rocked at night uh me, me and uh, amy and i both sing uh you are my sunshine to her she calls it happy gray because the song goes you make me happy when skies are gray so uh she calls it happy gray so we're like oh we're gonna sing happy gray to you so yeah two-year-olds are the best uh unless they're screaming and throwing stuff at you <laughs> so sorry if i sound a little bit down i have the coronavirus well no sorry i don't but no seriously the pandemic is just crazy they're just getting blown way out of proportion of what's going on it's not that serious uh it is serious for those with uh the lung uh issues or whatnot but it's not really serious for just normal everyday people that don't have those pulmonary issues so Anyway, so that, that kind of reminded me of a story that we had uh, uh, that uh, Amy and I discussed about a while ago. Apparently, Amy had swine flu, I think in 2009 or 2010. She doesn't remember. She just remembers uh, her mom making a big deal over it. Um, <laughs> sound like swine flu, huh? Hmm. I don't know. Because she did live in Texas, which is like, I guess, where they, they saw it, even though it came from Mexico and all that. But it's where they saw it, or so I'm like, oh, maybe. So I looked up cases in our county, and uh, Bell Can County, the ones that she used to live in, only had two cases, and apparently her and her brother had it, but uh, I highly doubt she had it. I, I think uh, she has a lot of uh, illness stories growing up. I mean, w yes, one of them was very serious. She actually did have uh, uh, cancer growing up. Um, but, and she is a survivor. I think she was, uh, Fluffy's age actually when she had it. So it's pretty crazy just thinking about, uh, just having a child that, that young having cancer. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, but apparently there's a lot more sickness stories. So I, I might have to sit her down on a podcast just on her sickness stories growing up and just having to hear through all of those, I think would be a pretty, uh, pretty big blast um so i was driving the other day uh i think i was going to lunch and there's just this idiot car in front of me um uh, of course you know we usually forget about it so that's why i wrote it down because it was so dumb um there's an idiot car in front of me like damaged car everywhere and it just she's just going so slow everywhere we're going and us turning left and uh just she couldn't decide if she wanted to turn left last second, even though she was in the left-hand lane and the green arrow was on for the turn. And so I'm like, you know, enough of this. And she got in the far left lane. I turned on my signal to go in the mi middle lane. 
and she tries to cut me off and so I go in the far right far right lane she goes back in the left and I notice this girl's car was completely damaged everywhere her front bumper was missing her back bumper was missing her front headlight was gone her passenger door looks like she hit who knows what with it I doubt anyone hit her I'm sure it was her that hit people just at some point when your car is that damaged and she drove like she didn't know what she was doing and she wasn't like 60 or some blue hair you know just driving around she was like in high school like maybe 20 tops and i'm like there you just should not drive just get a bus pass let people drive for you uh maybe uber has a deal i don't know i don't know what uber does because i hardly ever so i i i I had to write that down because I didn't want to miss that opportunity of just remembering just how awful she was. She couldn't pick a lane because after she got into the lane that she tried to cut me off, she went back into the left lane. And it seemed like she was trying to do U-turn in the middle of the intersection uh, just from the left lane in. So just very dangerous. So people, if people yell and scream and hold on to things when you're driving, just reevaluate yourself. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and uh, so I was going to the gas station and uh, I had, I have this ring. It's uh, when, when Amy and I got married, we never really got myself a real ring, uh, mainly because of the job I have. I work on helicopters, so uh, I can't wear anything metallic or because of electric uh conductivity on it or if i fall off the aircraft i try to grab something the the ring can pull off and take my finger with it so you're not allowed to wear metal rings on you so we just got this uh like the silicone rings that you saw uh, i tried enzo first because it is a utah company and it just I, my my ring finger had an allergic reaction so i just decided not to wear a ring um for a while and then i just got kind of uh, I, I wanted to wear a ring, so we found the Groove rings. Um, at, no, actually, I found the Quelo rings next, I believe, and those just felt weird. And then finally, I got these Groove rings, which I do like a lot. Hopefully, they sponsor me later on. <laughs> but anyways, I have this uh, Groove ring. And I like it a lot because it has like uh, olive drab color, which is my favorite color, and there's an American flag imprint on it that I like. And uh, just to show I'm, I'm married to America and my wife. No, just kidding. No, I, I love it. And uh, I was going to the bathroom in the gas station, and uh, it was number two. <laughs> and uh, I wash my hands, dry and whatnot, and and walk outside. And I'm looking for, uh, or I'm getting drinks in the gas station. I notice my ring is gone. I'm like, oh no. I might have wiped my hands off and it must have fell off because it slips off sometimes pretty easily and I, I could have thrown it away. So I started digging through the trash. L luckily, it was it was emptied a little bit ago. There wasn't much paper towels. So I'm digging through this trash for a $20 ring and it's actually warranted so I can probably get it for free. Um, and I can't find it anywhere. I'm like, dang it. And then I start looking at the toilet. I'm like, well, I'm not going in there. And so I wash my hands again and I, I discounted my losses and I'm like, well, I'll just go, go see if I can get another one or whatnot. 
and uh, I went downstairs where I'm at right now, where my computer is. There's my ring. I did a podcast for my other show where I uh, reanalyzed the the jazz games and kind of give my notes on it. Um, and my ring was right there. I must have, was playing with it during the last podcast and was just sitting there staring at me, laughing at me that I had to dig through other people's dirty hand-washed towels and <laughs> looking for a ring that apparently was gone this whole time. I didn't notice till after the bathroom. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Driving home in the snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, driving home in the snow. I'm reading my notes now, so if it seems like I'm jumping through topics, that's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. Maybe I should just announce what what each title is. So, uh, we we live uh, a good ways away from, I'm not going to say how long, but a good ways away from a a city-ish area where there's a lot of things in one area. So, about every other week we go into town and uh, and uh, Amy wanted a laundry basket because our other one broke we only have one now and it's nice to have two so that way you're doing laundry and you can still put laundry away on another one so we go all the way to town and then while we're in the store it just starts snowstorming like really bad and we're in Colorado Springs and like oh man i totally forgot it's supposed to snow tonight and i i saw the warnings and everything but i just totally forgot so now we drove x amount of hours just to get a laundry basket and we have to drive back home in really bad snow actually no it wasn't snowing uh while we're in there getting a laundry basket it was it snowed when we're at texas roadhouse and we came out and it, it was snowing pretty good so we ran and got the laundry basket, and of course we're shopping. So Amy's getting more things, you know. Uh, <laughs> every time we go somewhere, it's it's double of what we're planning. Uh, so we get we get that we get uh, fluffy a, a bookshelf because we don't really have a bookshelf. We've been throwing it in our dollhouse. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna make this earth work. That so we buy a bookshelf as well. We start driving home. It's just terrible, and then you see this this Colorado. Colorado drivers just make me so upset just how how terrible they are I mean they're luck thankfully no one was like really speeding around or going fast but then you have those people who are driving a Camaro in a snowstorm or a real world truck or you know and they're just sliding all over the place and you just ugh. So we we got this uh, really nice Subaru that's all wheel drive and we still we're going pretty slow and we're going trenching about 20 30 miles per hour for the longest time and uh, luckily on the way home it just got better and better um so just uh, <laughs> this this laundry basket cost us like six hours of trip that day you know and it's not fun having a newborn in the back who got ended up being hungry so we had to stop over at a gas station and feed her and and uh you know fluffy's not too happy because she's watching the same show three times in a row because we did bring extras for her to watch in the back and uh she she's not really there yet to play on her own in the back all over for a laundry basket so Note to self, check the weather before you go out. <laughs> I forgot to. I usually, I'm pretty good about that because I don't, I don't like doing that. So uh, just a re- update on moving to Texas or Utah. So we're still 
deciding, you know, I ended up getting job offers, not from Texas, but from Utah as well. Uh, Texas, I don't know. Again, I, I don't know anybody there. We didn't feel comfortable about just jumping up and saying yes or no or whatnot. Well, we were comfortable with saying no, but just wasn't comfortable about saying yes yet. So uh, uh, mainly because I don't know the, the unit and then I call them and just a real unprofessional. And she's an HR representative, apparently. She's swearing at me, not not like cursing me out, but I'm asking her like questions and she's like, yeah. Yeah, it's been a bleep show here, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't professional. And, you know, I got an email from Texas, not a call, offering me the job. Here, let me pull this up. I'm actually, so I'm as I'm talking, I'm just going to pull up this email because it's just like really ridiculous how this uh, email is. <laughs> so usually I'm used to, uh, so it's the same kind of job I'm trying to get. And, I'm used to getting a call or the right ways to get a call from the supervisor offering a job to you. And you say, yes, no. Oh, can I think about it? You know, cause it's a big move having to go from Colorado to X and, uh, didn't get that. I got this email and I, I'm going to read you the email because, uh, uh, it continues to what the story has to say. What's her name? Yeah, there we go. So this is the HR representative who, you know, it's like, hello, my name is blank. I am the HR rep here at blank place. I'm not going to say where, but it's in Texas. And I wanted to welcome you. I have attached a form for you to fill out if you don't mind sending it back to me. Um, I also need your social security number, birthday. I'll also need whatever uh, when, when you're coming from the guard. Uh, I have to send this to fill out and then I'll give you a start date. Uh, I didn't accept any job. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I didn't accept a job. So I, I called and I said, Hey, you know, I, I got this email. I didn't accept any job. Nobody offered. Oh, oh, that's, that's the job offer. I'm like, well, you need to say this is a job offer, you know, or like to offer you this job. And I think the supervisor, no, a supervisor doesn't have time for that. Okay. Well, it says say, welcome to this blank place and I wanted to welcome you like that's you're getting hired so I was like super confused I'm like no I'm not hiring yet um I still need to talk to my wife and we need to reassess whether I want to move if I want to go somewhere else or if I want to go here and um before that just before I saw that email I got a call from the supervisor in Utah offering me a job there and uh and I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, can, when do you need to answer back? And he's like, oh, let, let me know by the end of the week. All right. All right. And then I see this email. So I, I text Amy and I call Amy a couple of times during that day. and like, what do we do? What do we do? And then um, I decided to call the HR lady and then got that bad feedback. So and then by the end of the day, the supervisor called me because he knows I want to uh, hired paid position there in utah if i do come over and he's like you know i talked to some of the guys there at uh and they they just said hey this job is coming open uh it's probably better if he just applies for that job that way we can get someone into this lower paying job that has less experience so they they recommend you not to accept it and just apply for the other job that's higher pay so 
I decided to decline both. So I declined the Utah and the Texas. The same Texas job is uh, it has another opening that just closed this last uh, week in, on Friday. And uh, we're actually going to Texas later this month. And so I'm going to I'm going to go down and tour the facility, kind of uh, talk to some of the guys who work there just to get a better feel about Texas. And then that'll give me a better feel of what I feel about Texas. And then Utah, I already know Utah. I don't really know many people who work there anymore, except for the, some of the higher up people, which I'm comfortable with. And we'll have to reassess it from there. Um, Amy has her days where she wants to stay here in Colorado. She has her days where she wants to go to Texas. Then she has her days where she wants to go to Utah. So I think uh, it's on. She, I think she's doing it on purpose to make it the ball in my court, and then that way, if I make the bad decision, she blames me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I know how she is. That's how she's doing it. <laughs> that way, if my life's miserable, it's my fault, right? No. Uh, so yeah. That's that's what's going on with the job issue. I think last time I talked about my knee pain. My knee pain's totally gone. Um, I have one more appointment tomorrow to kind of clear up and and the and the workers' comp thing. I, I didn't, luckily I didn't have to take any days off, so it's going to be a fairly simple process. And then the last two days I've had to replace my toilet. So we got we moved here about three years ago pretty good house i mean it was okay maintained and just out of nowhere i say i say about three months after our toilet has just like looked like like crap not like literal crap just like rusted and all this i'm like man it was it looked like a brand new toilet when we moved here and started talking to people it's like oh it's the water here the water's really bad which it is terrible especially at our house where we had to get like this huge water softener and all this stuff to even make our water not hard anymore and our our dishes run great now and so i thought this whole time oh it's just the water and you know once once i replace and get this water softener we'll uh we'll get a new toilet in so it doesn't ruin the new toilet that i put in so we got this water softener i say in september or something i've been putting it off because i'm lazy and uh, <laughs> I, I went through a couple of classes and just this new job here at, at work is kind of burning me out on the weekends when I'm trying to be more, a little more proactive, especially if we have to move, because then I'm going to have to pack. I hate packing. And so uh, we're, we're toilet shopping and all that and we get the toilet and whatnot. And Amy's like, oh, the sink, the, the sink looks terrible. I, I read somewhere where you can paint it. So not only our toilet look bad. Our, our sink looks bad now. It just looks rusted and whatnot. I think that's what the sellers did. I think they took that paint and they <laughs> and they painted it up before the showing and all that stuff and painted it up before we took it. And then after a while, that paint washed away. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna get a new sink or I'm gonna patch it up right because it just looks awful. And you know, I'd. I hate it. I don't want to put someone else through that. So I'm installing this new toilet. And I take off the old toilet. And these yahoos who, who put in the the old one or uh, didn't cut the tile right. So they just cut the tile enough to go around the ring. Not the whole size of the toilet. Which is good and bad because not every single toilet are the same size or whatnot. 
but they didn't put a big o-ring or they didn't beef up where the the wax seal goes on there so the toilet was all wobbling so it just popped right off like like i i was really lucky we never got any leaks apparently uh, when I was taking this off, because uh, I started doing some research, it's like, oh yeah, if it's not sealing right, you're gonna get leaks. But we never got any, thankfully. So I had to go to a store late at night after I bought all these supplies, because uh, again, we took another trip out that day to get this toilet and uh, got the bigger wax ring that's thicker, so uh, it steps it up. And I put it on, and we put on the tank <laughs> and all right we're, we're you know me and my neighbor my neighbor helped me out a little bit and uh we we flush it and just water everywhere i'm like oh man and uh i forgot to put the o-ring between the tank and the dang toilet and i knew it right when i flushed it I'm like oh my gosh and so i took off the tank again so this is number one take it took it off once let's keep check here let, let me let me write it down right here I do forget, right? So that's number one, right? So, anyways, so I, I put the O-ring on, I put it on, and I tighten it all down, flush it again. Oh, it works. And then I notice, oh, man, the toilet's kind of crooked. So I loosen the bolts on the side, and I kind of just gently shift it over, which you can because it has that wax seal on there. And I start tightening it down, and one of the side bolts that stick up pop out. I'm like, ah... And so we take off the toilet again. So take off toilet. Actually, we take off. No, we just took off the toilet. So we took out the toilet, and we tried to put that that uh, little. It's like a little T clip back in, but it seemed like it was broken. And like, oh man, you, you have to get a new uh, retainer or whatnot. And uh, it's like, well, all the stores are closed here. I'm not driving two hours to get a retainer. I'll just do it tomorrow morning when they're open. And so. Today, I woke up early in the morning. Not early. No, I did Yeah, I woke up early to watch the kids. And then once Amy got up, because it was her turn to sleep in, we kind of take turns. Uh, I went to Big R and I got the bigger wax ring. And because you have to replace it because I have to pull it up again. And I pull up the toilet and uh, they didn't have a retainer. So we were like, well, let's clean it up, see what's going on. So, uh, I pull up the toilet and take off the old wax ring. So I, I have to take off the tank again. That's two. Take out the toilet again. That's two. And so I take the toilet in the back patio and I scrape it off the old wax ring, put the, and then clean up uh, the, the outlet pipe from the toilet really well. And I said, oh man, it wasn't the retainer. So I'm glad I didn't buy the retainer. It's just that we didn't have that T-bolt far back enough. So I set everything back up. I put the new wax ring on. I bring the toilet back inside. I set it in. Everything lines up. I tighten it down. I make sure I'm even <laughs> before I tighten it down so I don't have this issue again. And uh, oh, sweet. Perfect. It works. And so I put on the tank again. I tighten it down and then put the seat on and whatnot flush it again and then i notice it's leaking again not from the bottom not from the tank well from the tank from one of the bolts so one of the rubberized things since i had to take it off twice so now I'm gonna, after this i'm gonna have to because i'm just laying it slow drip now um i'm gonna have to take off the tank again for the third time 
and put those uh, I got two new o-rings on it and put them on I'm gonna put one on the top and the bottom of the bolt and hopefully it stops it if it doesn't then I'm gonna have to go to Lowe's tomorrow uh, when I drop fluffy off to daycare and and get that that same setup because they don't have it here in my town so um, yeah so that's my exciting toilets install story every step I take forward I take or two steps forward one step back pretty much on this toy but hey it's still functional it works it's just a slight trip and i'm not too worried about it and uh also i i kind of live in like a redneck town right now i'm i'm living it up i have a toilet sitting on my back porch and i'm rednecking it right now now i'm gonna have to disassemble it tomorrow and throw into my trailer in the back so i can haul it to the dump i'm not gonna go full redneck just partial my lawn's dead all right well i hope you enjoyed this it doesn't look like i took too much time so i think two weeks is long enough uh because i don't have that many interesting stories to tell kind of want to keep this under 30 minutes this song that i'm going to play which is uh by bright eyes uh, the song is we are nowhere and it's now um, no really special significance. I'm not going to do too many special significance in a row because then I'll run out of songs. So this is just an, a song I like by a band I like that I, I don't think many people know of. And so I'm just going to play it and hope you all enjoy it. I'll catch you next week. It'll be a conversation with my mom. It was a little more cheesy and uh, whatnot because I'm her baby. Uh, I'm the youngest of eight kids and uh, whatever. I, I'm spoiled my siblings are so i got i got i got the short end on the stick on that one all right have a great week Sleeping
slams in too much time I feel too restless to unwind I'm always lost in thought as I walk a block to my favorite neon sign where the waitress looks concerned but she never says a word just turns the jukebox on and we hum along and I smile back at her and my friend comes after work when the features start to blur as these bars are filled with things that kill But now you probably should have learned Did you forget that yellow bird? Oh, how could you forget your yellow bird? And she took a small silver wreath and pinned it onto me She said this one will 